Amen. Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading for today comes from the Common English Bible. Our first reading for today comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. There's a season for everything, and a time for every matter under the heavens, a time for giving birth and a time for dying, a time for planting and a time for uprooting what was planted, a time for killing and a time for healing, a time for tearing down and a time for building up, a time for crying and a time for laughing, a time for mourning and a time for dancing, a time for throwing stones and a time for gathering stones, a time for embracing and a time for avoiding embraces, a time for searching and a time for losing, a time for keeping and a time for throwing away, a time for tearing and a time for repairing, a time for keeping silent and a time for speaking, a time for loving and a time for hating, a time for war and a time for peace. Our next reading for today comes from Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 1 through 14. The prophet Jeremiah sent a letter from Jerusalem to the few surviving elders among the exiles, to the priests and the prophets, and to all the people... Nebuchadnezzar had taken to Babylon from Jerusalem. The letter was sent after King Jeconiah, the queen mother, the court officials, the government leaders of Judah and Jerusalem. And the craftsmen and smiths had left Jerusalem. It was delivered to Babylon by Elasa, Shaphan's son, and Jemariah, Hilkiah's son, two men dispatched to Babylon's king Nebuchadnezzar by King Zedekiah. The Lord of heavenly forces, the God of Israel, proclaims to all the exiles, I have carried off from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Cultivate gardens and eat what they produce. Get married and have children. Then help your sons find wives and your daughters find husbands in order that they too may have children. Increase in number there so that you don't dwindle away. Promote the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it because your future depends on its welfare. The Lord of heavenly forces, the God of Israel, proclaims, Don't let the prophets and diviners in your midst mislead you. Don't pay attention to your dreams. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I didn't send them, declares the Lord. The Lord proclaims, When Babylon 70 years are up, I will come and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. I know the plans I have in mind for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for peace, not disaster, to give you a future filled with hope. When you call me and come and pray to me, I will listen to you. When you search for me, yes, search for me with all your heart, you will find me. I will listen to you. When you search for me, yes, search for me with all your heart, you'll find me. I will be present for you, declares the Lord, and I will end your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have scattered you, and I will bring you home after your long exile, declares the Lord. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I couldn't help but to keep coming back to the exile while thinking about what to talk about this Sunday. I think it is because even though we are here, back inside the church, things are different. I don't know, and they won't be different. It reminds me of the exile because just like the exile, everyone is trying to figure out what to do with their lives with everything being so different. And I was reminded then of Jeremiah's letter, that Jeremiah sent a letter from Jerusalem to the exiles in Babylon and basically says, look, build houses, settle down. You are going to be there for a while. Make the best of what you can. And don't think it's never going to be better. There's plans for peace and a future of hope. Because God will be there. God will be there when things get better. With that, I was reminded of Ecclesiastes, that there's a time for everything. And if I had to add something to that list, it would be that there's a time for doing things the way we've always done them. And there's a time for doing new things because it is what we need. Because we are in a season of change. These were the things on my mind when I began to think about coming back. Because I also know that there will be people who are still hearing this message that are not in the building. People who will be reading this who aren't with us today. And that is okay. Because things are different. I could just say that we are back, hooray, and act like nothing has changed. But that would be ignoring the elephant in the room. It would be ignoring you. But my point is that we can either look at it as a big pain and something we don't want to have to deal with and can't wait until it's over, or... And we can make the best of it like we do with all things when it comes to a time for a change. There will be things that are going to feel different. Even just trying to write the service for today, it was different. Even different from how things have been different up until now. I was reminded of the exile not of a people sent away in punishment, but people trying to get used to doing things in a very different way. We've been trying to get used to doing things in a very different way. And we will have to keep trying to do things in a different way. Because the honest thing I can say right now is, I don't know when things will return to normal. We may learn that there are things we are doing now that we want to keep doing. We might find new ways to do things that we think are worth doing even after things are normal again. Things that have helped in this difficult time that might help us to reach out better in future difficult times. I would like to set a tone for this. I don't want to think that I'm putting up with worshiping God the way we are worshiping today. I hate to think of putting up with worship at all. No, this is a time for change and I want to embrace it in all of its oddity and strangeness. I can still be glad. Like the letter from Jeremiah, be glad of what you have to do. Make a home, settle down, eat the food, get married, keep living. 
Because life goes on. The church goes on. We continue because we adapt. We know what season we are in. I know that someday there will be a season of rejoicing when things go back to the way they were, at least as close as we will get. And it isn't bad to look forward to that time either. Those in exile didn't stop thinking about when they would return, but they also couldn't let that be the only thing they dreamed of. Because the seasons will always change. So I say we embrace the season. We come up with new ways to make this just as good as we want it to be. That we experience God in new ways because God hasn't left us. God hasn't gone anywhere. God is still with you and with me and with everyone that reaches out. Now it may be strange. It was strange to think that for weeks on end I would record in an empty church. It was strange to think that lots of plans got upset. It is still strange to think I don't know when it will be done. But it is also interesting. It may make us reflect on the things that we do, and it may make us cherish those things a little more. It might make us do things we want to do and think of new ways we want to do them. It might inspire a brand new season to follow this. Not what we've been doing and not what we used to do, but something altogether new. So, in this evolving time, this change of seasons, I encourage each of us to think about ways that we can contribute in this new form that we are in. Maybe it is writing something to have read during service. Maybe it is something to share with others. Maybe it is pre-recording something to be played during service. Maybe it is finding new ways to keep that feeling in our hearts. I encourage each of you, no matter how this message is coming to you, to think of new ways to worship God. Because in reality, shouldn't we always be thinking of new ways to worship and to serve? New ways to show each other that we love each other. New ways to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And maybe this will be a time when we open our eyes and start thinking about things we hadn't thought about before. Maybe we pray in ways we've never prayed before. Maybe we listen in ways we have never listened and speak in ways we have never spoken because our eyes are open to something new. Maybe we can take this time of struggle and turn it into a brand new season of celebration because it is what we make of it. We might feel like a people in exile right now. I know I have felt very much in exile from all the people I'm used to seeing and all the things I'm used to doing. All the ways that we used to gather have been sent away, so to speak. Just like the people of Israel would have missed the celebrations in the temple, all the ways they were used to doing everything. But Jeremiah's message is not to give up hope. Not in now and not in the future. So I say to you, don't give up hope. Don't simply resign yourself to get through this, but find ways to flourish in it. Find new ways to be the best you can be, to showcase Christ the best way you can in brand new ways. I hope that each of us can learn from this, something that we didn't know before. And with that, we gain wisdom. We gain wisdom that we can share and we grow in hope. 
that we can share, and we grow in love that we can share. And we find new ways to share it, because I know this is not the end. I also know that at any time things could go back to how they were, with having to stay away from the building completely. If things get worse, we could be rolled back to how things were in prior weeks. And that is a very real possibility. We could be anxious, or we could figure out how to be the calming presence for others the way that Christ is the calming presence in our lives. That we can say that God is with us, and if God is with us, that however we worship is worship. Be it with a mask and be it with no singing. Be it that we hear the prayer and speak it in our hearts, or be it that we let words wash over us and reach us in brand new ways. Be it that we write letters or that we send words of encouragement, that we find new ways to stay connected to each other and to God, that we let them make us stronger than we ever were before, and that we find new ways to flourish in God. Because no matter what changes around us, God is still there. Steadfast love everlasting. And Christ is with us. Christ the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Let us be changed, changed in that unending love, that we may grow together, that we may face any challenge because we are stronger when we face it together. When we do what we can to help one another, doing what we can to strengthen each other in God's mercy and grace. Let us always be examples of grace. Let us always be those who inspire hope. And always those who share the good news that Christ is with us, even in a season of change. Amen.